Um, given that you've given us a story be- behind Fem Power, how it's looking now, mm-hmm. what do you think leadership, what are your prospects for leadership in the future? Like My personal leadership? Your, your personal leadership and as well as what you think leadership would look like in the future, maybe mm-hmm. four or five years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. Okay. <laughs> I know it's intense. I wow. could be like that sometimes. <laughs> Welcome, this is the AOU podcast uh, where we talk about entrepreneurial leadership in Africa. My name is Savannah Olo and my guest today is Hope. Uh, maybe she can introduce herself and tell us a bit about what she does and what her journey in entrepreneurial leadership has been like. Maybe we can start off there and we can get into the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you so much um, for that, Savannah. So as you said, my name is Hope Mutua. I'm a fourth-year social science student just about to graduate. Yay. So I'm really excited for that. <laughs> um, I guess my entrepreneurial leadership journey, I'd say started at a really young age. Right. I think I've always had a knack for a, either making money or be sort of like leading others or bringing people together right. around a common goal. Um, but um, specifically, like my university journey, I think that's where it was. It really grew. That's where I really learned a lot about, you know, who is a leader and who am I as a leader, right. and also began sort of creating platforms um, where I led people, and that led me to starting Fempower, which is a women empowerment platform where we work with young college women to try and sort of empower them, especially in their career journeys, to become more confident. So we deal with issues such as like personal branding or professional branding, or even having building confidence or dealing with problems such as sexual harassment in the workplace. Wow, that is pretty intense. I'm getting goosebumps just (laughs) thinking about it. Um, It also said here that you are a digital storyteller. Tell us a bit about that as well. Yeah, so on top of leading and making money, another thing that I really love is stories. I think that the human population thrives on stories. We are moved by stories. And so that's kind of also where I want to go with my career journey. On top of just empowering women and um, doing the other different things that I do, I want to be able to tell people's stories. So maybe through journalism or through marketing, um, tell the stories. I say that tell the stories that you know bring an impact on society or move people to make a difference. Exactly. And yeah. so it started. Um, my dad. My dad works in the NGO sector. Okay. So one day, I think when I was young, he took me on one of his work trips, and then he dumped me with the communications team. <laughs> and then so we went around and we're just listening to all the stories and then we went back to the office and they were typing them up, making them into this sort of like presentations, this brochures, all these different things. Right. And they were telling me the impact that these stories would have. So it would go to like a donor who'd be just simply touched by a story and they're just donating money to help like a hundred kids. And I was like, wow, storytelling can be powerful. So I guess that's something I want to do. You were properly endowed into the daddy daycare culture. (laughs) (laughs) NGO edition. Yes. And you don't don't mention that your article is featured in Thrive Global. Humble brag, we see you, we see you. But that's a story for another day, I guess. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, that can be a story. But that, that was... I guess, you know, when you tell a story, sometimes you tell a story not necessarily for people to read it, but you want to express yourself. Right. And it ends up, I don't know, guessing noticed or getting well, touched to someone. Well, to you. We bow, we bow. <laughs> um, yeah, so getting into today's topic, mm-hmm. uh, I, I did mention that this is AOE Podcast, 
entrepreneurial leadership in mm-hmm. Africa. I don't know mm-hmm. why I keep stumbling over my words. <laughs> um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about leadership yeah. and it being a new beacon of hope mm-hmm. in Africa. Now, I see I see what the producer did here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is leadership to you? That's what I could start with, to be honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so over the last three years, um, my journey here at AOU, I think my definition of leadership has really changed from mm. being just, you know, someone who's like at the top right. and sort of like, you know, actually leading people, mm. but to be more of like someone who can influence or guide people towards a certain direction, someone who has the confidence to be able to be like, you know what, I'm going to take this direction irrespective of whether people follow me or not. Right. So, and then another thing that I've been able to um, discover about leadership is, you know, the ability to, first of all, lead yourself right. before you go and lead she others. She is dropping parties <laughs> and gentlemen. Carry on. Yeah, so just that. And I realize, especially when leadership tends to be a noisy place mm. where leadership looks like you standing in front of people, talking in front of people, like always being loud. Right. But then I realized that some of the best leaders, what really helped them succeed was the, the fact that they led themselves first. So they were self-aware of like, you know, these are my strengths, these are my weaknesses, this is where I come in, this is where I take a step and let other people take right. the platform. Exactly, yeah. So being able to lead yourself first and then being able to lead others. Once you know who you are, then you're more effective when leading others that's interesting i think for me leadership is more of um being able to serve others through Mm. your voice Mm -hmm. and through the things that you're able to do just as you said you need to be able to lead yourself in order to lead others Mm -hmm. Mm um that brings us to like the biggest debate even like world leaders do not even not answer this question but Mm -hmm. are leaders born or made (laughs) in your opinion Mm. quite frankly i feel like it's a niche energy debate so Mm -hmm. It's not something I could be born into, mm-hmm. but naturally, I'd want to be a part of something based on the environment that I'm in. So that's mm-hmm. when the nurture aspect comes I see, in. But I see. What I don't you think? I, actually, that's a very interesting way of looking about it. I don't know. I like to. I mean, there are people that you can see they're sort of like naturally led to be. Um, leaders but then again that argues are leaders just like extroverted people people who know how to stand in front of a group yeah so then what happens the introverts yeah that's where i think that i think at the heart of like leadership is like as you mentioned this sort of passion to serve people or like being able to create a platform where other people's voices can be heard or doing something that you know changes what people are doing so in that sense i think as long as you have that passion you could develop the so-called leadership skills, being able to lead, so like now actually like leading people, convincing people. Because the other thing is leadership is hard. It's not just about standing there and being like, this is what I stand for and this is why you should believe me. But it's really about convincing people, moving people. Why should I stop doing what I'm doing? Why should I drop this ideals that I've had for so many years and follow you? That is amazing that you bring that up Mm -hmm. because considering that you're the co-founder of Empower, This woman just has accolades <laughs> here, left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. What what has your journey been like in developing? Because essentially, Fempower is supposed to empower women mm-hmm. and you know make them leaders in themselves. Aside from you leading them mm-hmm. throughout their journeys as they they grow and learn and unlearn things. Mm-hmm. So, what are the challenges that have greatly affected the development of leadership and institutions mm-hmm. in Africa? In your I'd opinion? say um, one thing is. Um, what's this word? I keep forgetting this word. When you're doing something over and over again. Insanity? No, not insanity. <laughs> that too. <laughs> 
been constant. No. Consistency. Consistency. Right, yeah. That's one thing that has really, and it's also something that's been a bit, I mean, yes, like we're creating this platform, but right. on top of that, we're students. We have other projects. We have yeah. part-time internships. Priorities. So like priorities, yeah, different yeah. priorities. So being able to like be consistent with this thing, I think that's what, you know, differentiates like a common leader from like a really great leader. Mm. And as you mentioned, insanity, um, someone said it's, you know, creating doing something, doing something over, over and over, and over again. A result. Yeah, so that's right. the thing. It's like sticking through with that. And I think many institutions, you know, they start strong, but then after some time, when the challenges come in, it they're kind like, of dies down because you don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another thing I think is also like ethics. And right. many of our governments, especially, um, ethics is something that they've kind of discarded. <laughs> shake the tables, hope, shake them, shake so, them. So, like, just that, you know, standing firm, being, you know, having integrity and being able to say, I will do right. right. And also like, you know, right is subjective, but then what is right and how does, you know, how does your right impact other people? So okay. being able to, you know, make that judgment. And the final thing that I think um, is a problem with leadership in many of our institutions is also being able to tap into leaders at a young age. Okay. So I think we don't need to wait for people to be like 50 before, you know, it's we're calling not, them leaders yeah, and exactly. doing that. I think we can start at a very young age, even in like primary school, noticing that a kid has a passion to like move people or lead people or influence right. people, being able to tap into them and to grow them at that young age and, you know, helping them realize that they have the potential to be leaders. All right, um, I guess we can just conclude with one last question. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about how leaders are expected to be extroverts and very out in the open, and big personalities and very talkative. Mm -hmm. um, so there are certain situations where somebody doesn't want to be a leader. So what advice would you give that person to embody their leadership behaviors? Like they, they just have to tap into it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what advice would you give that person? I think the most important thing is like lead yourself first right. because you know through yourself people will be able to learn from you they'll see you as an example and like in leading yourself you know things such as like being self-aware mm, um I was just about to ask yeah, right, yeah. like self-regulation um self-improvement you know we don't need to wait for people to tell us that this is what you need to improve in but like being able to be to look into yourself and being like okay um i know i'm good but I could get better. Right. And what are the things I need to do to get better? So also, yeah, humility. <laughs> Accepting that it's a journey. And and yeah, the final thing I think I'd say is that leadership does not have to be loud, you know, right. in your own quiet, in your own little corner, in your own quiet way. It's you could be a leader. you got to watch out <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you never know. And that's the thing. Because I like to think I'm a bit of an introvert sometimes. And so... Leadership does not need to be, you know, loud, that even as an introvert, I can be able to lead. So I've seen, like, with some of my friends around, um, some of the best leaders that I've learned from are people who are introverted, people who are quiet, people who really moved by example. So how they lived their life, um, yeah. the values that they upheld really inspired other people. Because at the end of the day, I think, like, effective leaders are the ones that move people to do something. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that. <sighs> Damn. I think we could we could add a few more questions on top of that. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you can tell us how Fempower came to be and what the initial vision was for and how it how it differentiates from what it is now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it started out of you know a need that I had in myself. Right. I realized that you know as a woman. Um, 
on this career journey, there were some things that in as much as we're all for like women are strong, women are powerful, there were some issues that I faced and I wasn't the only one. I would talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm not so confident when it comes to like things like negotiating um, salary, right. different things like that. Or like even speaking out when you're like the only woman in a whole table. And those are situations that we still find ourselves in. And in it's the... very common. Exactly, not, yeah. exactly. So, you know, how do we navigate that? And then another thing, it came out of the... Um, I like to believe that community builds us and supports us. Right. So could we, you know, create a community where as women we could come together, learn from each other, because we have a lot to learn from each other. That's the thing we need to realize mm -hmm. is just because someone's killing it doesn't mean you should be jealous and, you know, come and backstab them. But, you know, you should come and learn from them. What is it that they're doing right that you can learn and maybe apply into your own life? Exactly, so yeah. a community where we could come and learn from each other, challenge each other, and finally support each other. So just be there for each other. And so when it started, you know, we, we had this idea of like a physical community because mm -hmm. I guess we were at ALU, so we wanted to like test it around here. Right. Um, maybe could we have like monthly gatherings where we'd have sort of workshop style gatherings where we'd feature um, an inspiration called them inspiration boss lady. So right. someone who's accomplished or like, you know, spent some years working, has some years of experience and they can come and share. And this monthly gatherings would be centered around a topic. Um, so like personal branding could be a topic. Yeah. So what can we learn? What what are some tools that we can share with each other? Um, some questions that we might be scared of asking in other platforms, mm. can we come and ask them here? What, what would those questions be? I don't know, you know, those questions that you're like um, asking for a friend, <laughs> those questions oh, okay. that might seem silly, or I... questions that you might be f afraid of asking in other, um, okay, maybe to think of like, I don't know, do you have ideas of I, like certain? I don't think so, because I feel like I've been, I wouldn't say that I've been, in, no, I wouldn't say that I'm nervous or shy mm. in certain situations, but I feel like I've been bold enough to ask the questions that I need to ask. Mm -hmm. Well, excluding things like, you know, what's going to be my pay? But, <laughs> you know, we move forward with other things like, you know, the values that your company hold aligning with the values that I mm -hmm. have, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. what what is your stance on maybe like the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. such things. Like, mm -hmm. I, I haven't been... I haven't been one to shy away from such questions mm -hmm. because I know if I'm going to be working in a particular space or if I'm going to be around a particular group of people, mm -hmm. I need to be able to air out what my voice can share, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know, I mean, so like personally, I can be quite shy when it comes to certain questions. I mean, no, from knowing <laughs> you, yes, I can definitely tell, yeah. And so it's, it's also the idea that, you know, like being able to see that someone around the same age as I am, someone who's, you know, in sort of like, we're both in university, in the same university, exactly. who has the confidence to be able to ask this question, also inspires me. So now all of a sudden I'm like, I don't need to shy away from asking these questions. Mm. And like one of the questions was like, you know, dealing with like, sexual harassment Ooh. how do you i mean you know there's like casual flirting and then yeah, there's like when it's drawing yeah but there's also like you know there's certain lines and then especially as interns there are certain right. things that you don't know whether to distinguish okay when does this border this between like is it a joke and you know the gray line like, is exactly exactly okay, I get what but you i think now. the most important thing is you know not to to realize that one you're not alone if you have these questions it's fine to have these questions and right. it's all right if you feel that you're not comfortable enough to ask these questions but also to be able to challenge each other that you know as you're saying um i should have the confidence to have this 
right. um, conversations, I should be able to go to my boss and be like, you know what, this isn't right. So drawing on that strength of each other, I guess, mm -hmm. empowers you more. Okay. Yeah. I love that you said that. <laughs> um, given that you've given us a story be behind Fem Power, how it's looking now, mm -hmm. what do you think leadership, what are your prospects for leadership in the future? Like My personal leadership? Your, your personal leadership and as well as what you think leadership would look like in the future, maybe mm -hmm. four or five years from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whew. Okay. <laughs> I know it's intense. I wow. can be like that sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um... Maybe to start with what I think leadership could look like, okay, eesh, well, okay, I guess for myself, um, I think one thing that has really helped me in my leadership journey is knowing that, one, it's a journey, right. and that's what I'm slowly coming to realize, you know, especially like right now, I'm about to graduate, the kind of a lot of questions that need to be answered and as a lot soon of as possible. Exactly, of you, exactly. Yeah. And realizing that even if I want to get to like this certain position in life or if I want to accomplish the certain things in life, I need to take it easy on myself, mm. be patient with myself and learn that it's a journey. Another thing is being open. So you're not always going to be the leader. <laughs> that is the biggest gem you've dropped <laughs> you're not yes. always going to be the leader and sometimes you're going to need to follow other people yeah. you're going to need to start from that bottom job to get to that top job so it's you know being open to whatever learning experiences come your way um, being able being smart enough or like being maybe not smart but uh, I forget the word but um, you know being able to recognize these are the lessons in each experience All right, so just Self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness, yeah. yeah. So knowing when it's time to follow and knowing that it's going to come a time when you can lead, but what can you learn from following other people um, and what can you learn from the little leadership that you get? And also knowing that leadership is not like large scale, it's small little things. Yeah. It could be that small study group you have in your class, mm -hmm. that's leadership. It could be leading a whole club or something. Okay, so how do you, what do you see leadership Ooh, being like? In I the forgot future? about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's going to be a bit tricky because to some extent we're becoming a bit more individu individualistic. Girl. And so <laughs> it's like it's going to be a lot harder to convince. On one hand, because of like social media, it's with the whole influencer vibe and all that. Right. It's, it's slightly easier to convince people to do something. Right. But also it's going to become a lot harder because people are becoming more self-aware, I think, to some mm. extent. People are like, okay, these are my values. This is what I want to get out of this experience. And so really trying to get people to understand um, or to share a common vision and to come together and work together towards that common vision might be a little bit hard. But I think all in all, um, we're also becoming more supportive of each other. I mean, with different movements to some extent. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a keyword. Right? Yeah, to some extent. <laughs> Obviously, everything is to some extent. Yeah. yeah. But I think leadership is going to become really leading. I keep saying this, but like leading yourself first, being able to understand who you are first before you go and lead other people. That's going to be a key between differentiating, you know, just the common leaders and like who are the great leaders. And so people really want to see that, you know, I can respect you. And I think maybe that's why we follow influencers. We feel like, you know, they kind of got it. They know what they want to do. Right. And so that sort of inspires us in a way. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today for the AOU podcast, Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa. Um, our guest today was Hope. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are looking forward to leading yourselves first in the future. 
now or even just introspecting and finding out what entrepreneurial leadership skills you may acquire from that so until the next podcast uh, we will see you